Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafuah Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Harav Amitai ben Shoshana, Leah Mincha Baskitol, Aban Davis ben Naomi, and Shaul ben Britta. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and their memories a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Achari Mois, the lesson of Azazel. Our Parsha begins following the death of Aaron's two sons, Nadav and Aviyu. They died because they spontaneously entered the Kodesh Kedoshim, the Holies of Holies, by themselves. Hashem commanded Moshe to tell Aaron and his two remaining sons never to enter the Holies of Holies at will because they will share the same consequences as Nadav and Aviyu. Only Aaron, the high priest, and all future high priests can enter the Holies of Holies on the year's holiest day, Yom Kippur. The Torah then explains the elaborate service of the Kohen Gadol of the high priest on Yom Kippur. Amongst the many rituals, he was to bring an incense offering, the Ketairus, in the Kadesh Gadoshim, the Holies of Holies, and he was to draw lots for the fate of two identical goats. One goat, the first goat, was labeled La Hashem for God and was sacrificed on the Mizbeach on the altar and completely burnt. The second goat was labeled Azazel and was led by a specific Koyin to a cliff and pushed off. The Koyin who dealt with the goat for Azazel would need to immerse himself and his clothes in a mikvah in a body of water before entering the Basin Mikdash once again. However, a question comes to mind. The term Azazel is found nowhere else in the Torah and does not have an actual translation. The commonly used term is scapegoat, which was created by William Tydal in 1530 when he translated the Torah into English. But what does Azazel really mean and why was this goat given this unusual and uncommon name? Rashi Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading commentary on the Torah, quotes the Talmud in Yuma that the meaning of Azazel is to be strong and mighty. Uza is strong and El means mighty. Rashi explains that the term Azazel is referring to the rocks of the cliff that the Azazel was pushed off from. This specific peak was dangerously high and extremely steep, and the land on the bottom was rough and rugged. However, the Ranban, Rev Moshe ben Nachman, a leading scholar, philosopher, and Kabbalist, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. Besides quoting the previous answer, he clarifies another opinion of the Talmud in Yuma. Rabbi Shmuel explains that the second goat is atoning for the sins of Uzzah and Azazel. The Ramban writes that Uzzah and Azazel were angels who were upset when God created mankind. They said to God, why would you create something that can defy you? And God responded to them, do you think you could be better? And they emphatically said yes. And God decided to test them. He gave them human urges and placed them down here on earth. As you can imagine, Uzzah and Azazel were extremely enticed by the many beautiful women and promptly sinned with them. And at that moment, they defiled their purity and lost their angel status. Their unions created giants known as the Nephilim, the fallen ones. Their descendants were wicked and evil and caused the Mabul the greatest flood in history. And according to many opinions, Oig, the wicked king of Bashan, whom Moshe Rabbeinu himself killed, was one of these giants. The Ramban explains that the Azazel was an essential part of Yom Kippur because it represents the value of every good deed we do. Since we are naturally predisposed to do anything to feel good in the moment and to make ourselves better than the other, every single mitzvah matters. 
because it demonstrates our neshama, our godly soul, overpowering our instinct for the sake of God. The Azazel teaches us that although we may have followed our impulses during the past year, we receive angel-like status each time we beat our desire, each time we beat our urges. For overcoming our desires is the highest and greatest form of actualizing and fulfilling our godly purpose. This lesson is ever more prevalent as we just finished the holiday of Pesach, the holiday of redemption. Because during Pesach, we forgo most normal foods in exchange for a spiritual awakening and a spiritual experience. In our daily life, we must realize that discipline is the bridge between thriving and achieving our goals or heaven forbid the opposite. Because lasting success requires a disciplined approach when dealing with chaotic situations. Obtaining such a perspective begins with overpowering our natural instinct and ego for a bird's eye view of our actions and conduct. This will enable us to take an objective look at ourselves and identify places of improvement in our personal and spiritual lives. That, along with an attitude of gratitude for all that we have, is the surest way to achieve our goals. There's a famous quote by Abraham Lincoln. Discipline is choosing between what you want right now and what you want most. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.